So the day that I got laid off from my engineering job, I cried like a baby. I can remember it like it was yesterday. It was a Wednesday and I think it might have been about 2.30 in the afternoon when they called me into the office and told me they had to let me go. It was my first engineering job that I had coming right out of school and I had been there for three years and and I was just devastated. I um, I happened to be going to law school at night and so I did <laughs> what any good workaholic does. I just, you know, I cried in the car and then I went over to school, to my law school and I sat alone and studied and waited for classes to begin. While I was waiting, my my aunt called me. Um, and she and you know, and I told her, I told her about having been laid off and you know, just how worried I was because I had a new mortgage. Not only was I in law school and needed to pay for the bills to go to law school, but I also had just signed a new mortgage two weeks before, and now I had no income. Um, And so I was really, really worried, and it happened to be during the downturn, the financial downturn um, after the 2008 housing bubble, so I knew there weren't going to be, like, there's no jobs anywhere where I was living. So I was just really worried. And she so tried to soothe me like, you know, God has a plan and this is all going to be worth it. It's definitely not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. And it just felt like it. It felt like the end of the world. Um, You know, and so I just kept doing what I was doing then, which was law school at night. And I started, you know, looking for other jobs. Um, I ended up taking a job as a legal secretary, which kind of made sense because I was in law school. Um, but then through that job, I found out that I don't like working with lawyers. So I ended up dropping out of law school as well. And then... <laughs> I had no engineering job and I was no longer in law school yet. I still had the mortgage to pay. So um, I went on just a mad hunt to find another engineering job. And so my license is in environmental engineering. And that comes from um, those jobs are funded from municipal tax money. And after the 2008 housing collapse, if you recall, people weren't able to pay their taxes. So the city, the municipalities didn't have the money to fund um, civil projects, which is civil is environmental engineering. So there were no jobs. And it wasn't just in my area. It was like all around the country. You know, I found one person who was interested in hiring me. They contacted me in Azerbaijan if I wanted to go and help them with their, with their, basically their trash. Um, I could make $14 an hour um, by moving to Azerbaijan. 
Um, so it was really, I was desperate. So I would go home from the legal secretary job every single day. And then I would just put in resumes all night long. The only way I knew how. I'd never really had to look for a real job before. And so um, I had landed this other job just from a job fair. So I just put in CVs and day after day after day for months. <laughs> and it came down to like eventually, you know, um, a few months later, I realized that the rate that I was submitting CVs, I had put in 600 CVs for another engineering job. Um, I think I got I mean, maybe I got one interview. I got one. In I got two interviews. One of them was someone trying to sell me something, and no job. You know, and um, it was just a really, really hard time. You know, I was just trying to make ends meet by working as a legal secretary for eight dollars an hour. And um, looking back, though, that was a long time ago. That was over 10 years ago. So I realized that that entire situation, me getting laid off from my engineering job was the entire, that was the precipice for me actually having this life that I have today. Because if I hadn't have gotten laid off and had the struggle in trying to find another job in the engineering field, um, I wouldn't have, I, prob I probably wouldn't have merged into um, the data professions and taken a job as a data professional. That, and I also um, wouldn't have been forced to look outside of my known resources in order to find other ways to make money. So it was through putting in 600 CVs and realizing that okay, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I realized that, okay, well, I might not ever get another job, so how am I going to handle this? And that put me in the place where I was, I wanted to start my own business. Um, had I never been laid off, if I was still getting paychecks, I was coddled by those paychecks. I was I was afraid to step out of bounds. I was afraid to make any moves because, you know, I didn't want to upset the delicate balance and lose the security. So there is no way in heck that I would have started my own business. Um, and if I hadn't started my own business, I wouldn't have the life I have today. So I wouldn't have moved to Thailand and met my husband and had our daughter. I wouldn't have found this beautiful community of expats that I feel like I actually fit in here, which wasn't the case in America for me. I wouldn't have this freedom to, well, travel the world, except for no one can travel anywhere right now because of COVID. But, you know, I've been able to travel the world with my business and, you know, and then, of course, there's the prosperity and the the impact. So bringing in multiple six figures in revenue in my own business, working from Thailand and helping over a million data professionals, like that's a really freaking feel, a fun thing to do for a living. <laughs> 
And so none of these things would have been possible for me if I hadn't been laid off and forced to look outside of myself. Um, And ultimately what that caused uh, me to get was really everything I ever wanted and never even dreamed was possible for me.